0: It's just all about providing something that people want to share. The rest will take care of itself. Shaka-laka.
1: You're listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns.
0: Welcome back to episode number 42 of Perpetual Traffic. And we've got to Molly, Ralph, and myself again. And we've got a little guest uh, guest hanging out in the room with us too today. Let's see, where are we at? Molly, you are in your new apartment looking over Austin, right? Yeah. Yep. We just had a little video chat before we hit record. <laughs> Molly's got her awesome new view looking out over all over Austin and the river. And just an epic view. Ralph just flew in today. So he's been up since 3.30 a.m. Uh, East Coast time. We are in San Diego. It's actually spring break for my son, Kyler, this week. So we spent a few days in Palm Springs. Now we're in San Diego for the rest of the week. We got a surfing lesson in about two and a half hours. Right after this, we're heading straight to Del Mar to do some surfing. And we're in La Jolla right now, and Ralph's sharing the room, uh, looking out over the beach right now. And Kyler's hanging out with us right here in the room, too. Have an awesome podcast
2: it's not too bad. This
0: is a good home office.
1: <laughs> I think you'll keep it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be here and it's it's cool that we can, you know, record the podcast from anywhere.
0: It's it's really cool. Ralph and I are speaking tomorrow at Frank Kern's event. One of his events he's having. It's today and tomorrow in La Jolla, so that's why we're staying here today. So I'm combining a trip and then doing a talk tomorrow and then we're actually surfing again and we're going to try to get Ralph out there with us too. And and uh, today what we're going to talk about is we're going to continue the conversation from back on episode 40. So episode 40, if you haven't listened to that, make sure you go back. It's where we talked about four metrics critical to your Facebook success. Number one was all about your ROI basically. And next week on the next episode, episode 43, Ryan Dice is actually coming on the show. First time we've had him on the show. So we're 43 episodes in and we finally get Ryan on.
2: (laughs) Took us 43 episodes. That's amazing.
1: (laughs) We had to find the perfect moment.
2: That's right. That's right. We want to be really selective for him.
1: Yeah, I know that that first metric was ROI. So Ryan's going to talk about how to craft a a perfect offer, which should be exciting. So how to craft an offer that people actually want to buy.
0: Yeah, this is huge. This is going to be really excited for that. So make sure you stay tuned for next week. That's one of the hinges that swing the biggest doors. Number two was landing page conversions. Last episode, episode 41, we had Justin Rondo on, one of the world's leading authorities on conversion rate optimization, talking about nine ways to increase landing page conversion rates. So if you haven't listened to that one, go back and do that. So today we're going to be talking about metrics That you can control inside the platform. So, not landing page optimization and those types of things about your offer, but more like click through rate and relevant scores. And we're gonna give you one insight, one rule of thumb that nobody out there is really talking about. And it's a way that you can really see if an ad is gonna work long-term. So I think you're gonna like this one. It's something a little bit unique, but if you think about this one rule of thumb to to really write ads, I think it can make a game-changing impact on the overall ROI for your campaigns, long-term and short-term.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I think it's important to not only know know, what these metrics are and where to find them inside of um, the Facebook platform. Like we talked about in episode 40, But it's also important to know how to leverage these numbers, right? Uh, So not just knowing why they're important, but how to increase your click-through rate? How to increase your relevance score, which will ultimately lower your cost per click, right? You know how to monitor reach and frequency and um, all of these numbers. Although they're not as important as you know ROI uh, for your traffic campaign, they aren't as big of hinges as increasing the conversion rate on your landing page would be. But they are smaller optimization numbers. That really do matter. And if you're paying attention to these metrics, they will tell you a lot about the health of your campaign. And some small tweaks can really go a long way here in terms of, of these Facebook optimization metrics.
2: Yeah. Knowing which ones to read and which ones to interpret in what way will also tell you which levers to press in order to make changes to your campaign. So you ultimately get the ROI that you're looking for. And uh, you know we've talked already about uh, landing page conversion last week with uh, with Justin, and we're going to talk obviously about ROI with Ryan in next week's episode. But I mean, these right in the middle of that is everything that happens right prior to the click. And how you can affect these metrics that we're going to talk about today, and things that you can do to increase all these, or in some cases decrease them, but to to shoot and get to your KPI,
0: which is um, what we all want. Yep, which is your key performance indicator. Absolutely and roll. All right. So let's get right into it. The first one we're going to talk about is click through rate. Molly, can you uh, help us out there? Absolutely. So the
1: click through rate, you know, on one of your ads is essentially the number of clicks you received divided by the number of impressions. So the number of people that actually clicked on your ad divided by the number of people who saw your ad. So click-through rate's an interesting metric because it's something a lot of people obsess over and talk a lot about. I do think it's an important metric, but it's interesting because our highest performing campaign of all time in terms of ROI had like a 0.03 click-through rate, which is really poor. It's funny to look at this metric. It can tell you a lot. About your ad copy and creative, and it can tell you a lot about you are targeting and how successful you've been in you know creating an ad that people are really interested in clicking on and and putting that ad in front of the right people so it is a metric that you should monitor um, you know inside of your ad account especially when you're uh, troubleshooting a campaign or you want to look at ways to optimize a campaign specifically to look at the success of your your ad copy and and your creative but again, it's it should never trump a success metric like ROI. But just to give you some benchmark numbers that we go by, you know, of course we're always looking at ROI first in terms of the success of our traffic campaigns. But we do look at at click through rate, especially on an ad level, right? So if we're we're looking inside of our ads manager and and say we have four or five ads inside of an ad set. Well, we will look at click-through rate as a secondary metric to ROI or cost per lead just to see how engaging is the ad that we created. Anything below about a half of a percent click-through rate, that's pretty poor in terms of of your averages. Anything from 0.5 to 1.5 is good. And 1.5 plus... That's a pretty great click-through rate. So if you are using this metric as an indicator of success, and and again, it's not an indication of success in terms of your whole campaign, but it is a great way to look at the success of of your actual ads. Those are some benchmarks you can use to judge the success of your click-through rate. Do keep in mind that the higher your click-through rate is, the lower your cost per click is going to be. So if Facebook sees you have a 7% click-through rate, which is awesome, um, they know that your ad's engaging, it's something people are interested in, and they are going to lower your cost per click. Um, to reward you uh, for getting people to to click on ads. Obviously, that's not the only metric that goes into your cost per click, but we do see across the board that our campaigns that have a higher click through rate usually perform better as a whole because that is a, a metric to look at in terms of how engaging your ad is.
2: I think that's a it's a great point because I mean I think you you do definitely look at. Click-through rate. We call it CTR. And that's the way that it is inside the Facebook Ads Manager. But click-through rate is very much a secondary indicator. And in episode 37, we went through some of the biggest mistakes that we see in ad accounts. And that, I think that was one of the ones that I had brought up was you can get a very high click-through rate for an ad of yours if you're using an objective that puts your ad in front of people who are prone to click. So there's an objective inside of Facebook called clicks to website, which is a great objective. If you have a blog post, you want traffic to your site. You want lots of clicks. You want cheap clicks. You want to pixel people so you can retarget them. So you can get a really good CTR, a really good click through rate with that objective. But maybe you're, you really want somebody to become a lead or to enter a name and an email address. So in that way you've got this you've got this you know disharmony between what you ultimately want and your objective you're getting a your great click through rate but you're not meeting your key performance indicator which is low cost per lead so in that case it's really important to remember that you know if you're getting super high click through rate super low cost per click, which we'll touch on in just a second, but you're not getting what you want in the end, which is an acquisition or a sale or a lead, you wanna go back and look at your objective and reassess there.
1: Absolutely. That's why it is a secondary metric because right, you know right. just looking at click-through rate, yep. you know, if it's ten percent and you're you're high-fiving, um, but you look at you know in in your bank account, and you're like, oh, we're not selling anything. That's definitely why this is a secondary metric because that doesn't necessarily mean that traffic was qualified or that when they went to your site, that they did anything that you wanted them to do, right? They just clicked on the ad. If you wanna increase your click-through rate, definitely look at your ad creative, your ad copy reference back to episode 34 here for ad copy tips. And then, you know, like always, Think about your targeting. Am I putting, you know, this awesome copy and creative in front of people that are actually interested? So if you tweak those three items, you should see an increase in your click through rate.
0: And the one thing to understand here is that Facebook's algorithm has gotten better and better and better so much better in the last six to 12 months that you really want to try and keep things simple as much as possible. Today's episode is very important for you to understand these critical metrics. But I'm glad you brought that up, Ralph, because you want to use the objective that you're trying to accomplish. And so sometimes the best way to really utilize that metric is when you're split testing your own ads against each other. And you're looking at two different images and That's a case where you're going to look at click-through rate might be a more important metric than CPL, right? Because all you're doing is you're just looking at how is this image compared to this image or how is this ad copy compared to that ad copy? And the first one that I'm going to look at typically is going to be my click-through rate. And that's going to tell me which image or which ad copy is the most effective.
2: I think the image is just so important. I mean, it's a, I don't know if it's the number one thing that affects click-through rate or whether somebody clicks on an ad or not. I mean, I haven't quite figured that one out as of yet, but it's definitely a huge factor. So if you're using click-through rate or CTR to determine whether or not your image is resonating with your audience. I think that's a good place to start. But once again, it goes back to what your objective is, your CPL or your cost per lead or your cost per acquisition, which is the most important thing in your ROI.
0: Yep, Yep. Bam. Yeah. Boom. Keep it simple. And then just know how to know how to read these metrics when it's right. And let's move on. Let's move on to the next one. Let's move on to what I think is one of the most important metrics that that Facebook is trying to put more and more emphasis on um, because their, you know, their ultimate goal is to continue to improve the user experience. They want the ads to have the best user experience possible. And I'm just going to read off the definition. So if you look it up on, on Facebook, how relevant scores work. Relevant score is calculated based on the positive and negative feedback we expect an ad to receive from its target audience. So we, as in that's Facebook, okay? The more positive interactions we expect an ad to receive, the higher the ad's relevant score will be. Parentheses, positive indicators vary depending on the ad's objective, but may include video views, conversions, etc. The more times we expect people to hide or report an ad, the lower its score will be. Ads receive a relevant score between 1 and 10, with 10 being the highest. And that's the nutshell of the definition. And what Facebook says, why relevant scores matter, well, a couple things. It can lower the costs of reaching people. That's obvious. Okay, Another one is it can help advertisers test ad creative options before running a campaign. Another bolded point is it can help optimize campaigns already in progress. And relevance scores are such an important indicator, I think. And and first of all, in case you're wondering how do I find out what my relevance score is, the, the way you actually do that is you have to click into a campaign in, in Facebook. So let's say you have a campaign running for a webinar, and you've got 10 different ad sets, you have to click into an ad set down to the ad level. And so you might have, let's say, three or four ads in that ad set. And then at the ad level, Facebook will show the relevant score. And it will t- typically take a couple days before that relevant score will show up. So if you've had an ad running for You know, twelve hours or something like that. You you probably won't see the relevance score yet. It takes a couple days typically.
1: Yeah, relevance score. You know, it's fairly new, but it's it's incredibly important. Of you know, definitely reference back to episode thirty six. We talked more about relevance score, but it's a score out of ten, and it's really based on. You know how many likes and shares. What's the ratio of likes to shares, and how is the audience that you're targeting engaging with this ad? Um, and the lower the relevance score, the less impressions that you're going to receive. The higher your relevance score, the more impressions and and the cheaper your ads are going to be. It's really interesting to see what's happened since Facebook's added this metric. It's such an indicator of success in your campaign. Um, I look at at our ads and, you know, really any ads under about a four, it's hard for us to make those successful across the board, whether we're talking ROI, click-through rate, cost per click, any metric, um, because that number is telling Facebook this audience does not like this ad. And Facebook's not willing to uh, jeopardize that relationship and annoy their users to show bad ads that aren't relevant. So making sure that your copy is really speaking in the voice of your audience, that you aren't being too salesy, that you don't look like an ad, right? Um, this all goes back to the, the traffic system that we talked about in episode three. Um, but the more that you relate to your audience and you show ads when it's appropriate and the relationship and the customer journey, that will help not only build the relationship with these prospects and customers to your brand, but it's also going to help with relevant scores because the ads are relevant <laughs> to the audience that, that you're showing them to.
2: And when this relevance score thing came out, a lot of people were really afraid of it. And and a lot of people who had done Google AdWords for years and years, myself included, and many other millions of marketers, they looked at this and said, oh my gosh, Facebook is now becoming Google and now they're big brother. Well, a relevant score, there's a quality score, obviously, for Google AdWords, if you're familiar with that. But relevant score is a way for Facebook to keep the advertising platform so that it does not monopolize its user base. And I think that's really, really important, is that when you're advertising on Facebook, there's 2 million plus advertisers right now trying to garner people's attention every single day. And if Facebook puts too many ads in front of people that in it pisses them off, quite frankly, then the growth of Facebook is going to be no longer. And people will no longer go to Facebook and we won't have this ad platform to to grow our businesses with. So it might be something that is annoying and it might be something that, you know, you might not be able to figure out the first time through it. But think about it that This is a way for Facebook to sort of preserve the newsfeed and not muck it up with junk that is not relevant to its users. And we really look at this very, very closely. And we've actually altered entire outcomes of campaigns doing what Keith had said, which is clicking over to your post and finding out how many people are hiding this post, how many people don't like it, that kind of thing, because it all affects your relevance score. So it's a really, really important one and one you should keep an eye on.
0: I'm going to give one, I think really, really important, just general tip. Okay. This is a rule of thumb that if you live by this, I think you'll have a lot, a lot of success on Facebook. Don't think about relevant scores as trying to get cheaper clicks and get more impressions because that's what Facebook wants. I'm telling you, this is what people want. You'll get higher conversions on your landing pages and you'll sell more products. Okay. This is what's happening with us with some of the, the campaigns that we're running right now. Um, what I try to do is Think about this: When you're writing your ad, how how can you write an ad that somebody sees that they will want to share that? Okay, because it's valuable, right? So, for example, if you're running a video ad, typically your relevant score will be about three to four points, probably an average of about three or so points higher than than a regular link post ad, because people are hovering over it longer, and you typically get less negative feedback and stuff like that. It's not, not, not across the board, but in general, you have higher relevant scores. Doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have a lower cost per conversion, right? But in general, it does. However, I look back at some video ads I was doing about a year ago and relevant scores are around like five six seven and that's in you know B2B. It's basically teaching Facebook ad stuff. And it's difficult to get nines and tens in B2B. If you know if you're if you're in fitness or you're in golf or something like that, um, it's a little bit easier. Recently what we've been trying to do is figure out a way to really have a post. So I'm running a video ad right now that, that really gives away a lot of stuff. It's like it's a video and in the copy itself, there's Three important tips Um, in the video. It gives away some great tips, but it also seeds the webinar and relevant scores are, are eights, nines and tens with cold traffic compared to, you know, one that was five, six and seven. Uh, about a year ago, and because the one, five, six, and sevens about a year ago was more traditional direct response, right? Leading with peer benefits of Facebook. And in this case, I'm actually giving some value. I'm giving like a, a tip on on audience size that we recommend, and putting that in in the post copy itself, in the video itself. And now we're getting nines and tens, and getting you know 50% conversion rates on the landing page, and a lot of people buying the product first time when they hit the webinar cold. But in general, we've seen this across the board in industries, fitness, weight loss. If you have something, maybe it's a short copy ad, maybe it's a long copy ad, but think about how can you create an ad that somebody will want to share? And what I like to look at is like to share ratio. And Molly mentioned that a couple of minutes ago. And this is something you can do and you can compare it to other ads. So uh, whenever you're running an ad, look at how many people share that compared to how many people are liking it. It's called reactions now, right? And that will give you an early indicator of how your relevance scores are going to work, guaranteed. So the ad I'm talking about right now is getting a two to one ratio, which in targeting a business audience is, is really high, okay? Which means for every two people that like it or you know react on it, one person shares it. So for right now on one of them, there's 400 likes and there's 200 shares. And, and typically, um, that's really, really good, right? And so guess what? Relevant scores, eights, nines, and tens. Now, if, if there was 400 likes and 100 shares, and that would be the four to one, I think it's really important because when you're running an ad, you're going to get likes. It's just what's going to happen. It's going to get residual likes. But we'll look at how many people are also sharing that and not just liking it. And that tells Facebook that it's something that's they feel is valuable. Now, obviously, at every time you can't always create an ad that's like providing a bunch of value. You know, you're, you're going to have some they're going to have you, you want to have that curiosity based and stuff like that but just just really think about that and watch what what can happen it can make a big difference if you want a higher share to like ratio you want a higher relevant score the simple stuff is is have a good message to, to market right so good target audience with good message but if you actually create something that people will want to share then everything else takes care of itself <laughs> Yeah,
2: no, I totally agree. And I think that like to share ratio is not something that a whole lot of people are talking about. And you might not get it right the first time through as well. I mean, we certainly don't. I can think of n- numerous campaigns where it's we've gone through 10 or 12 or 13 iterations of ads until we finally got the one or the combination that really works, whether it's a combination of ad copy plus creative um, But you have to test this stuff. And, you know, you fail an awful lot on the Facebook ads platform. Molly goes through her ad grid about 20% or less of the ads that is on episode number 33. She talks exactly about that, which is totally related to everything that we're discussing here about how to create a grid in which to make your ads as relevant as possible to the audience so that you have this really good sound message to market match. But it takes some testing. And, you know, if you create 20 different ads, you might have four or five that really resonate and maybe one or two that really, really resonate. So don't give up if you can't get a share to like ratio like he's talking about here, because it's just a matter of time.
1: Relevance score is really all about market and, and message match. And the ad grid can really help you with that, making sure you're putting an, an intriguing message and creative in front of the right people, You know, very similar to click-through rate. I think with relevance score, though, it goes a step further. And it's not just getting them to click, but also getting them to engage on the ad. I noticed that at Digital Marketer, Whenever our ad copy is a little bit more motivational, those ads will have a higher relevance score because think it, it, it's something they're not only interested in themselves and interested enough to click, but they actually go back and they're like, wow, that was awesome. I want to share this with my friends, right? So I'm interested and it was so great and I love this ad and I loved the deliverable. So I want to share it with my friends too.
2: I think it's the highest compliment an ad can get as a share, really. I mean, I look at it as the hierarchy. Yep. I mean, if you can get somebody to actually share, like if you're scrolling through your newsfeed.
1: Share an advertisement.
2: Yeah. Liking is easy. Commenting, lots of people comment, but sharing, like you're taking this piece of content and pushing it to your friends because you value it so much. Right. The more you can do that, the better off you're going to be.
1: Yeah, it's something you're paying to show to people. And if you do a good enough job, they're going to share it with their friends and and distribute your ad for free. So yeah, really think about ways you can write your ad copy um, to, to engage that audience, get them to share. Um, and it really comes down to having a quality ad that resonates with the audience.
0: Yep. And real quick on the like to share ratio, when I was talking about two to one, that's really good in B2B. So if I get if I have an ad that's like three to one or four to one, even I'm happy. Right. So if I have uh, 100 likes and 25 shares, then I'm doing good. It's when you're like around like one or two. So like for every 100, you're getting 10 or maybe even 20. It's relevant to what you've done in the past. So just start, it's something to start thinking about and looking at compared to some of your other ads. Do you have to have a two to one or or better? No, absolutely not. But just try to improve on what you've done in the past. And it's just all about providing something that people want to share. The rest will take care of itself. Shaka-laka. Guess what Facebook will do? They will give you more impressions and cheaper clicks because they think... That their users want to see it. Well, they don't think they know because that's, that's what their, their data is telling them. So you get rewarded. And, and so, and then guess what else happens when, when you have an ad that speaks to people like that, when they land on your landing page or, or your blog post or whatever, whatever you're driving traffic to, they probably are more open to, to take an action with you because you've resonated with them. It's, it's like making a great first impression. So... Instead of them coming to your landing page skeptical, they're coming there a little bit more open. You get higher conversions and you make more money. All right. I love it. So now that you understand what Facebook wants, it's your job to go back and, and look through your campaigns, look through your, your click-through rates and compare some of your campaigns that have had better cost per conversions and better ROI and see how your click-through rates were doing and look through some of your you know, older campaigns. If you don't have any and you're just starting out, no big deal. But your job now is to go out and figure out what kind of ad copy can I create to make people want to share my post. How can I go and, and and test different images and different ad copy to to improve that click through rate, which overall is going to increase my my ROI and make things easier on me. So so th- so that's your homework for this episode. Um, but also next week we've got a really special episode. Ryan Dice is coming on to talk about something that will make by far the biggest difference in, in what you're doing, whether you're running paid traffic, you're getting organic traffic, it doesn't matter, okay? He's gonna talk about four steps to crafting and optimizing the perfect offer. This is good stuff, I mean, uh, this is really, I think, been Ryan's, one of his strengths and one of the reasons Digital Marketer is now the leader in the digital marketing space worldwide is because of this right here. Wouldn't you think, Molly? I mean, this is a big one. Here. Yeah. What,
1: I mean, you have to know in any business, you know, not only what you're going to sell, but how to craft the offer in a way that you can sell it. Um, So Ryan's going to go through that. And if there's anything that will affect the success of your traffic campaigns, it's definitely going to be the ability to actually craft an offer that people want. So definitely uh, looking forward to next week.
0: Cool. All right. Can't wait. Talk to you guys in a few days and uh, have a good weekend.
1: Bam, bam. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash
2: podcast. Thank you for listening.